All right, hockey fans, listen up because we've got something special cooked up for playoff season. It's called the Daily Faceoff Playoff Parlay Challenge, and it's going to add some serious spice to your playoff experience. Now, here's the deal every playoff game, you're going to be faced with a handful of questions. It's like your own personal playoff puzzle, and it's free to join. And there are prizes because who doesn't love winning stuff? Daily winners, you're getting hooked up with gift cards. Treat yourself to some nation gear or maybe even your favorite jersey. And for the big dogs, the people who can win an entire round, it's straight, cold, hard cash. We're talking about real dough for your hockey knowledge. So lace up those skates, stretch those thumbs, and get ready to show off your hockey IQ in the daily face-off playoff parlay challenge. Sign up today and play every game day at games.dailyfaceoff.com and prove your puck prowess. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. It's after four o'clock on game day on Sports 1440. Welcome back. Jason Greger, Connor Halley with you. Show always presented by playalberta.ca. Thanks everybody who's watching uh, online. Orders Nation YouTube and uh, Facebook, the uh, discussions, lots about uh, the orders tonight and uh, the quest for 15. And uh, I think it's fair to say most fans are expecting a victory tonight. Chicago's played their, uh, this will be their third game in four nights, uh, second half of a back-to-back. They lost 6-2 in Seattle last night. They got $29 million in injuries sitting on the sidelines. They're a 31st place team. They're not very good. The Edmonton Oilers have won 14 games in a row. Stuart Skinner has won 11, which sets the franchise record. Of course, uh, Oilers one of only seven teams ever to win 14 in a row. They've dominated teams during this run, including outscoring them 40-12 to in the second and third periods. 26-6 to in the third period alone. That has been a real dominant run for the uh, Edmonton Oilers. And there is lots of reasons to believe that uh, this will be another victory tonight for Edmonton. And then uh, the Nashville matinee, never know, which would set up an unreal little break to then talk about the possibility of the orders tying the NHL record in Vegas on February 6th. That would be quite the scenario, to say the least, if indeed... uh, it comes to it. 
So uh, we're going to get to the uh, to Daryl Evans uh, momentarily. Got a lot more text coming in, 833-401-1440 in our uh, Ewell inbox. Uh, hey, boys, I'm curious your thoughts on Oliver Shillington uh, coming back to the Flames. Do you think that will guarantee that they now move Hannafin and Tanev from Frank, I do not think it guarantees it, Frank. I still think they would like to sign Hannafin. I think Chris Tanev is likely to be dealt. Shillington, you know what? He's he's now there's a guy who's was away from the game dealing with some some mental health, getting himself better place. And uh, it looks like he's in the lineup tonight for the uh, Calgary Flames, which would be uh, you know, it's got to be a huge thing for him being gone for quite some time. But I, I think it would be much. We got to see. You know, what does he have? He was a pretty good player. I don't think he's not a top pair defenseman. Could he be a number four? Because he has skill. There's no question about that. So, I think they'd like to sign Hannafin. All people I've talked to in Calgary, they feel like they're they're still working on it. I think the organization realizes that like they're not going scorched earth. They got too many good players. The problem is they don't have enough good players. To really compete. So they're going to kind of be stuck in purgatory here for a bit in Calgary, which is uh, which is never good for any organization. You don't want to be there. It's hard to get out of it, though. That's the problem. Like, you can sit in there in the muck. And maybe you make the playoffs a year or two, then you miss for a year or two. You make it, but you're never really, you know, maybe you get lucky and you have one of those runs. And there's always a few Cinderella team runs. They don't necessarily end up in Stanley Cups, but it's a good run and fan base gets excited. And that's what Calgary had back in 2004. But it's uh, it's difficult to do. Uh, there's no question about it. To, to remain competitive at the top right now, for sure. Hey, guys, uh, I was looking at Andy Moog's stats today, and uh, I know you guys lived through the era. I was born in 84. I don't remember. But everyone talks about fear of being a better goalie than Moog. But when I look at their stats, as orders only, Moog had the better win percentage, save percentage, and goals against from Brad. Well, Brad, now, I, you know, if, if you look at Moog and Fear, we're talking like, you know, a difference of 0.3 in a save percentage and a difference of like 0.08 in goals again. So it wasn't like it was significantly higher. I think it came down to the playoffs and Fear and, and who was the guy that, that they relied upon more in that time. Right. It was Grand Fear. Now, Andy Moog was the goaltender. In, in one of the, you know, if you look back at the progression of an organization, the Andy Moog play against Montreal in 1981 in that series was amazing. That was really kind of like the go-to time for, for Andy Moog. It was outstanding, right? And so I think that, uh, um, you know, that was huge for him. But I don't know if if, if I would sit here and say that, uh, um, well, I, I can't try to find any numbers that, um, and, and really if I, you know, that will suggest to me that, um, you know, he was better. If I if I look at their, you know, in the playoffs, Fear played way more. His his playoff numbers were were better. And in the regular season, everything was super close. So uh, then I look at, you know, who was the goalie in the uh, Canada Cup, all those sorts of things. Uh, Fear, I, I felt, was just, well, he was more athletic overall for sure. And back then, like, Fear could make some saves that other guys just couldn't. Right? And I, I think Fear's numbers at times can be reflective. If you just look at the overall one, you might be missing the, yeah, you know what? There were some games where the orders like, you know what? Fear maybe would let in a one he didn't want to. But then when it came down to ensuring you don't let in the one that matters, he was really good at doing that. So um, I would still take fear over uh, Moog. I think Andy Moog is a very good goalie. I just don't think he was a uh, grand fear. It's a good question. 
Another quick one. Say, hey, fellas. Well, there's uh, this one's to uh, to Connor Halley. Cons, I heard the guys talking about the NFL earlier. I'm curious, how long do you think before realistically the Chargers can be a competitor? Signed, Chuck, the Chargers fan. Good question, Chuck. Uh, I mean, how long before Patrick Mahomes decides to hang him up? I think he's always going to be the beast they got to get through. Um, I would, I would say probably a couple of years before they are a realistic competitor to the Chiefs. Okay. I don't know if they're, you know, going to go big scorched earth, blow it all up. The cap hits this year are a problem. Uh, Keenan Allen, Mike Williams, Joey Bosa, Cleo Mack take up like over half of the salary cap. So that's going to be an issue. You make a couple cuts. Maybe there's a few players that will come back, uh, wanting to play with Coach Harbaugh, just what he's been able to do, the, the resume he has with winning. But I still think it's going to be a few years before you get through the Kansas City Chiefs and what they've been able to build in the time since they were considered, you know, a, a team that was led by their offense the last, you know, say three, four years. They've really invested in their defense and really built it up. So I think they've just built a complete team. And Patrick Mahomes has shown, and we've seen it this year, even with the lack of receivers, he can still drag an offense and he can still make those types of plays. So you got to get through Kansas City. I mean, the, the Bills are going to be tough for the next few years, as are the Bengals. There's going to be other teams, the Ravens with Lamar Jackson. So in the AFC, it's going to be really tough. You know, you got to get out of your division. You got a bunch of other teams you got to worry about. The Miami Dolphins, I would think, would continue to improve with the, the regime that they have going on. So I'll, I'll say two to three years, good drafting, good free agency. I think they can be a legit contender. But I, I, I do think they will turn it around. I think Harbaugh's shown in the past, whether it's been Stanford, Michigan, or the Niners, he, he gets his teams going quick. He turns it around. So I do expect them to compete at least for the playoffs next year. Yeah. All right. Well, playoffs, say hey, once you're in, you never know. But uh, yeah. it, you know what? Uh, they could be a good team. But I, I honestly, you mentioned, I think their quarterback's got to play better. I really do. I, I think in key moments, he hasn't shown me that he's a difference maker. I think he has good stretches of games, but then when the game's on the line, like you talk about Pat Mahomes, that to me is what separates Pat Mahomes from him right now is Herbert's got lots. Like when you just look at raw ability, I think most people might have him as top five quarterback in the league, but I don't think his consistencies and I don't think he's there uh, often enough in crunch time. Maybe I'm wrong, but that's, that's my impression from somebody who doesn't watch the chargers as closely as you do. Yeah, I mean, he has had a handful of game-winning drives. Uh, I wish I had the statistic in front of me here. Uh, there was a point at the year in 2020, or 2023 where he has had the most comebacks, fourth-quarter game-winning drives since entering the league. He does have that, that gene. I, I will argue that forever. He does have it in him. The problem is he has to do it way too often. His defense cannot ever close a game down for him so he's always put in those positions so he has the most game-winning drive since entering the league but he's also had a bunch of situations where he has thrown interceptions so i think he has it in him uh he's had some some times where he's had some bad drops tipped passes but that doesn't matter at the end of the day we're going to talk about how many do you win so yeah he, he's got to prove it more often uh, i've seen him in clutch situations, try to force the ball in there, intercepted, game over. So he does, he has shown in, the, in his career that he could do that too. Yeah. Okay. Uh, let's get to the ski report now, brought to you by Snow Valley. This is 
Your ski report for Thursday, January 25th, brought to you by Snow Valley Ski Club. Start your skiing journey at snowvalley.ca. It's later than expected, but better late than never. The new knob quad chair at Marmot Basin is now open, meaning the very top of the resort is ready to ride. It's a game changer that promises to let skiers and snowboarders access the highest points of the mountain easier than ever before. Marmot received a trace amount of snow overnight and 20 centimeters in the last 10 days. Down in Banff, no significant snow in the last few days in Louise, Sunshine, and North way but all lifts are operating at all three resorts nakiska also with no new snow in the last week but down at castle mountain resort near pincher creek they've had 10 centimeters in the past three days kicking horse 13 in the last seven and three in the past 48 hours revelstoke with five centimeters fresh in the last day and 44 over the past week fernie 10 centimeters in the last day kimberly five in the last seven and panorama has just had a couple centimeters in the past week in the okanagan silver star had seven centimeters overnight and 18 in the last two days big white with 22 in the last day apex alpine five centimeters in the last 24 hours and eight centimeters at sun peaks in the past 24 locally all hills are in full swing with mild temperatures and great conditions that is your snow valley ski report oh i know skiers man are loving it the knob is open like are you kidding me like that was disappointing. So that is huge news in our in a local uh, skiing community. And because uh, you know what, you get to Snow Valley, and that's where you start to ski, and you learn it, and then eventually, you know, you can graduate as you get a little bit better. But then you always come back. It's fantastic. It's a great place for your young kids, man. My son loved it there. Still likes to go. Right, we've been to the mountains lots, but he still likes to go there. It's just, uh, you know, it's fun to have a good time, and you get more skiing. Now you try a few different runs. It's uh, it's great. I like it a lot. Uh, let's take a quick break. Uh, when we come back. The L.A. Kings. While the Oilers are soaring, the Kings have flopped big time. Todd McClellan's postgame, <laughs> he was livid with his team. I don't know if, if any of you uh, Oilers fans uh, were watching that game or, or paying attention to the, to the out-of-town scoreboard last night or not, but that was... The Kings have lost some tough games, but man, that one uh, might take the cake. Uh, they they were playing the Buffalo Sabers at home. Kings jumped out; uh, they were leading three one. Dubois even scored a goal in the first period. They're like, okay, here we go. It was three one the first ten minutes of the game, and then it fell apart. They gave up two goals, and I think it was like a buck fifty two in the uh, second period, and then that tied the game, and then they gave up. Uh, uh, two goals in the uh, third, I think, in a span of like three minutes and lost. And Todd McClellan was not happy. All of a sudden, Cam Talbot's struggling. The team is struggling. Coach has, you know, gotten on Pierre-Luc Dubois. And, hey, you know, maybe it worked. Pierre-Luc, you got to light a fire on him at some point. He finally got a goal. But the uh, the Kings, the orders can separate themselves even more with a victory tonight. Uh, over the Chicago Blackhawks. So we'll talk about the uh, the Kings. Who uh, uh, could they only be a wild card team? We'll find out next on the Gregor Show, presented by PlayAlberta.ca. Rolling through a lovely Thursday afternoon. Uh, remind you, where uh, Mike has a steal of a deal right now at uh, 200 bones. If you want to go to the game tonight, Orders Blackhawks, uh, where the Orders attack twice. Uh, your seats are uh, right at a uh, really good vantage point, uh, opposite of the Order bench. In the offensive zone where they attack twice. And lower bowl, row 17, really good seats. And uh, all the money, because we're getting closer to our goal for uh, the Brownlee GoFundMe, uh, it's going to go to that. So uh, if you want to go to the game tonight, great seats. McDavid, Drysaddle playing together. 
something tells me there could be uh, some fireworks offensively for the Oilers. And not just that line. Hey, Warren Fogle's your leading scorer, five on five. Ryan McLeod is second. They keep rolling. So uh, the uh, Blackhawks, hey, they, they gave the Oilers uh, a, a surprising push a few weeks ago. So I don't think they're just going to roll over. But I also think their head coach of the orders tried to jolt him to attention by uh, juggling his lines. And I think that uh, I think that'll work tonight. Uh, something tells me the orders are they're due for a five spot in goals. Honestly, I think this is tonight where they score four or five goals for sure. And uh, they haven't been given up a lot. So if you want to go to the game and uh, you want to uh, support the uh, Brownlee's um, wife and son, you can do both both in the process. So eight, three, three, four, oh, one. 1440. 833 401 1440 is uh, where you can text or uh, call Connor and uh, put in your bid. Uh, it's currently only at uh, 200 bones. Pretty steal of a deal. Now, um, uh, Daryl Evans, uh, their bus is a little late, so we're going to uh, switch things up on the fly. And uh, we'll go to uh, five questions now, and then we'll have uh, Daryl Evans talking about the LA Kings in the uh, next segment. Uh, five questions, of course, brought to you by The Brick and TheBrick.com, where we're a great savings man uh, on anything you want all the time. But in certain departments, there's a little bit more. Save up to 1700 bucks on uh, select mattresses, or four, sorry, 40% off mattresses, $1,700 off of uh, furniture and uh, reclining sofas. Whew. Now, I should say the reclining sofa. The one thing you have to worry about. It's so comfortable. You can fall asleep quick. So just keep that in mind. Don't tell you if you all of a sudden you're like, yeah, I'm watching the movie and then you fall asleep. Well, blame the Carolina because it's just that good at the brick and the brick.com. It's time for five questions on the Jason Greger show. Now, Craig, I see some bids coming in 300, 220. There was a bid that came in earlier from Stu for 500. Oh, I didn't even see Stu. Yeah, a lot of texts coming in. So, Stu, Stu my bad. Yeah. There you go, Stu. Okay, so we went up. Uh, Daniel went to 220. Ryan went to 300. And Stu's now at five. Sorry, yeah. Stu. We got so many texts, they missed that one. I love it. Stu with the bids we like to see, bumping yes. it up. There you go. No screwing around from Stu. <laughs> I like it. Question number one for you today. Let's get a score and bold prediction for the Oilers Blackhawks tonight. Uh, Vincent DeHarnay is my bold prediction. The uh, the big man, he's been all around the net lately. I think he's due. So he's due for a goal. And uh, honestly, I think the Oilers win. And I think I think they win. Uh, I think I I think they win six one tonight. Six one. Okay, I'll go a little lower. Five one. I know everyone's doing this, but Connor Brown's getting one tonight. He had the assist. He's playing with Holloway McLeod. I like that speed. I think they're going to be buzzing. Connor Brown off the schneid tonight. Go to playalberta.ca. Make that bet. It's going to happen. Question number two. With the time coming off for the Edmonton Oilers, I want to ask you, if you were playing in the NHL, you've got the bye week and the all-star weekend off, what would you be doing to to pass the time? Oh, well, um, I'm an NHL player. I've got a little bit of extra money. I am, uh, well, am I married or single? Because if I'm single, I'm definitely going uh, traveling without question. You know, if you're married and you got kids, sometimes, uh, you know, uh, going on a trip uh, with young kids, you need a break from your trip when you get back. So it kind of all depends. But I would, uh, I would definitely go to a warm uh, beach because I think the orders actually have like a full week off. Yeah. Yeah, I'm with you. I mean, I'm getting out of the cold. You you don't get too many opportunities during during hockey season to just take a week off and and head out. I'll probably go down to San Diego. Who's the uh, the Kraken player that was going to go to San Diego and then it was their all star? 
Bjorkstrand. Bjorkstrand. He's going to go yeah. to San Diego with the wife and couldn't because now he's got to go to Toronto. I like those plans. San Diego's a beautiful city. So that's what I'd be doing. Just beat the heat, go to the beach, and, uh, of course, maybe drive up to Disneyland for a day. Uh, question number three. Essa Tikkanen celebrating his birthday today with that being said and in honor of Essa. Give me your top three Finnish players of all time. Ooh, man. Like, there's Curry and Solani, but... There's two guys coming that are pushing, uh, Barkoff and Rantanen. Um, ooh, I will throw in Barkoff now, but man, Miko Rantanen is a force. But a little bit of a slow starter, maybe in his career, so that might uh, hold him back a bit. The all-time numbers, but yeah, I'm going to put Barkoff with Solani and Curry. Yeah, hard to go against uh, Solani and Curry. I actually met Timu Solani in Maui at oh. a at a luau. <laughs> so I, I got to say I have a little bit of a hot, uh, soft spot for him. But, if, you know, we're going guys in the future. I'm a big fan of Miro Heiskanen. Don't know if he's going to be top three. But, uh, yeah, Curry, Solani. All right. And then I'll, I'll just go, go Saku Koivu. Like Saku Koivu. And when he came back from cancer, that was one of the, the coolest moments. So Saku Koivu will be in my number three spot. Uh, question number four for you. Lamar Jackson, Chris McCaffrey, Dak Prescott, were named among the NFL MVP finalists. We've also we had a Brock Purdy and Josh Allen in there, but I don't know what their chances are. Who would be your NFL MVP? Yeah, I think I have Lamar Jackson as my uh, MVP this year. Yeah, I, I have no Fo- issue with that. Followed one. closely by Christian McCaffrey. And I, I just think if you take Christian McCaffrey out of the, the Niners yeah. offense, I think it looks a lot different, even though Debo Samuel showed how valuable he is. Uh, Lamar and... D- Chris McCaffrey, one, two, without a doubt. Probably Lamar gets the edge. Final question for you here, Gregor. With the world's longest game getting going today, uh, Sakers Acres, and he'll be joining us at 520 today. If you were doing a charity fundraiser and you had to do something for an extreme amount of time and hours, uh, what thing would you do? No, it wouldn't be growing hair, I'll tell you that. <laughs> um, it's, been, it's been way too long. Ah, uh, because you did the, the I longest did, I game. I did the world's longest game. It was, you know what? It was hard. It was hard enough, and and I lucked out. I didn't play the year it was like minus twenty five. Thank it. Like we had a few overnights of minus twenty three and stuff, but nothing like I think actually I think the one year they played was like minus thirty five at times. And people always the guys who were on the one team that were skating on the one day uh, east to west, they a lot of them got frostbit. Because it was that was where the other guys because we were skating for head on to the the wind all the time. So, um, it's a good question. Like it's it's got to be something that's difficult, but like isn't going to be like life altering. Like I didn't have any long lasting effects from it, right? Like I know some guys did, but um, thankfully I didn't. I didn't get frostbite or anything crazy like that. No serious injuries. I would go with. I'd like to be like a Forrest Gump and maybe just walk. Just felt like walking. So maybe like a long walk. That could be quite nice, actually. I think I'm going to be go- hard, though, after a while. Like, oh, I think yeah. your feet get pretty uh, banged up. But I think I'm going to go, and I'm like, I'm not talking. This probably wouldn't be the most difficult, but there, you'd be battling fatigue. Maybe your thumbs might start to hurt. I think I could do like a video game marathon. Just uh, me playing video games for a couple of days straight, lots of Red Bull, and maybe squeezing a power nap here and there, but I think that would be the route for me. The walk is nice, but I think gaming would be pretty fun. Hmm. Might have to do that. Oh. If any of the charities want me to 
video game for 24 hours straight. Could you stay up for 24 hours? You I can't mean, even watch a movie for three. <laughs> that's not a fatigue thing, though. I wouldn't. It's not like I have to nap in between. But what video game? Do you have to play the same game? Ooh, that would, that would be the question. That would be a good question. Yeah, maybe like Grand Theft Auto or something. Just like go 24 hours straight. Crash Bandicoot, Crash Carts, Mario Kart. Mario Party, and I could just yeah. invite people to come play with me. Oh, yeah, okay. That could be fun, actually. Yeah, that might not be bad. Yeah. yeah. Any All charities right. want to hook it up? Let's go. All right, there you go. Um, uh, before we go to a uh, break, we were talking about it earlier, but uh, Vince McMahon is uh, back in the news, and, and again, not for... Uh, for uh, right reasons, uh, he has been sued by a former WWE employee alleging uh, he abused and sexually exploited her when he was CEO of the Wrestling Entertainment Company and allegedly trafficked her to other men as a pawn to secure talent deals. Now, as I mentioned, this is not the uh, you know the first time uh, McMahon's uh, been involved. Uh, he had to pay the WWE $17.4 million for costs that the company incurred in investigating misconduct allegations against him. Um, as their chief executive, uh, he made uh, payments totaling $19.6 million dating back to 2007 related to alleged misconduct. Like, you, you keep paying it out. Like, at some point, I know people say, well, people just make it up. And I'm like, okay. But when you're willing to always pay it out because you don't want to go to court over it, hmm, what are you hiding? Because you can afford lawyers. Money clearly isn't the issue. So, yeah, not uh, not a good look, uh, again, for uh, Vince McMahon. And, um, you know, these allegations even include his wife that, the, uh, you know, that she knew about it and, like, allegedly. So it's not uh, – um, it's not great. Not uh, – not a good time. Gents, be smarter sometimes. Be smarter. Hey, cons, uh, uh, there is a gaming marathon coming up in February to raise money for scars from uh, GL. There you go. got to ask how long they go for. Yeah. There you go. Okay. How do I start training for this? <laughs> Greg, I can't make it to work today. I'm training. Yeah, exactly. Staying up for could, 18 hours today. You could just start it, you know, Friday night at 6. <laughs> Go tell Sunday and then sleep. Oh, Get on it. Uh, Ryan came in. He's up to five fifty now on the uh, tickets for the uh, the game tonight. I love it. Hey boys, what do you think of the coach changing lines? I'm a very superstitious person, so maybe I'm overthinking it. But it seems odd when you've won fourteen in a row. That one comes from Alistair. Uh, Alistair, I would say this uh, during this winning streak. In the last few games, Sam Gagne's come in, didn't impact anything. Dylan Holloway came in, didn't negate it. He's actually had two points in two games. They uh, McLeod had to miss a game because he was sick. Right, Montreal didn't didn't change anything. So I, you know, Phil Kemp, who obviously came in and now Grant played a limited role, but still, to me, it's the same players. I think the coach is, as he said, the word and his word was stale. Feels like they've gotten stale. And if you look at their first period starts in six of their last seven games, it's a valid comment. I actually like the coach being proactive rather than wait till you lose to be like, okay, now we've got to change things because we lost. He's like, you know what? No, no. And remember, he changed things during the game on Tuesday. 
After the 40 minutes, which Leon Dreisettle said were probably the worst 40 minutes of this stretch, and I think we'd all agree it was, the first 40 minutes against Columbus wasn't good. Except for Stuart Skinner. But then the coach changed the lines, and it all worked. Three different lines scored. They scored three goals. They won 4-1. to one. So now he's going to start with those lines. Against the team, if we're being honest, this is the team the order should beat. It's probably a team the order should beat by two or three goals when you look at talent on the roster, when you look at how many players are injured in Chicago, the fact that Chicago's playing second half of back-to-back, third game in four nights, all the arrows point to Edmonton. Now, should and will, as we all know, there's no guarantees. That's why you play the games. But the odds are clearly in Edmonton's favor, significantly. So I, I think the coach is like, hey, let's make sure, let's try to keep them fresh. Guys, you know, and there's a little bit of excitement. You're playing with some new guys. Hey, you know, think about it. You're like, hey, I get to play with Fogel. The guy's on fire. Right, Dylan Holloway is like, hey, I got bumped up a line. I got a little bit more pep in my step. Oh, Drysaddle McDavid like playing together. So I actually like this decision by the coach. He doesn't change lines very often, but you don't, I don't, you don't have to just run the same lines all the time. So I actually think it's a good decision. So I wouldn't, uh, I wouldn't be too worried about, um, you know, and well, of course, I'm not a guy who is superstitious at all. So I'm not the, maybe I'm not the best one to answer that. Cons, you superstitious? No, no. Okay. There you go. I like it. I, I mean, I will say, like, I'm not the guy who's going to go out of my way to say shutout in a situation, but I don't think there's any correlation. I just don't want to get blamed if it happens. <laughs> Dean Millard and I used to always get into it over that. He's like, well, then then just say it if you don't believe it, but I don't want people to blame me. So I guess I am a So you are a little. <laughs> I'm a little yeah. stitious. No, yeah, you're a little stitious is <laughs> yeah. basically what you're saying. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I yeah. don't want the blame for it. I could type out shutout every game. <laughs> You could, and it would do nothing. But yeah. if, as soon as it's broken, someone's going to be like, thanks a lot, Connor, yeah, well, at Gregor, you know? Yeah, well, there you go. At least they're talking to you. That's true. That's true. Let's take a quick break. Uh, Daryl Evans will join us when we return on The Gregor Show on Sports 1440 Live and Orders Nation YouTube and Facebook. 445, welcome back. Jason Gregor, Connor Halley with you on Sports 1440. Uh, uh, Emil's up to uh, 600 now for the uh, tickets. Oilers, Blackhawks tonight. Uh, all the money is going to go to uh, help uh, Robin Brownlee's uh, family and his uh, GoFundMe campaign. Uh, we have that uh, open uh, until this Sunday, so uh, we're getting uh, we're getting closer to our goal all the time. So I uh, would love it uh, five bucks, ten bucks, uh, twenty bucks. Hey, we've got a few people who've done a hundred and thousand, which is unreal. So uh, they all add up, they all count. So thank you very much. You can just go to sports1440.ca and it's right on the front page. So thank you there. Now. Let's, uh, let's get to the oil report brought to you by VolvoCarsEdmonton.com. 13 years they have won an award because, you know what? They have great customer service, leader in sales as well. But customer service is ultimately what separates them. It's been the, uh, the mantra of their organization under Mike Norris for years. If you, uh, a lot of people can get a good car. It's hard to get great service. That's what they have at VolvoCarsEdmonton.com. Com, as uh, Daryl Evans joins us as the uh, L.A. Kings, a uh, disappointing loss last night. Their head coach, uh, Daryl, you played a long time. You've seen coaches get fired up. Man, Todd McClellan was seething after that game last night. A great first period for the Kings, really a great first 10 minutes. And then they kind of just, I don't know, Yeah, you were there. They just seemed to kind of take the foot off the gas. Yeah, you know, and, and rightfully so. Uh, you know, I think there's a lot of frustration right now. From the coaching staff, uh, probably ownership, management, uh, you know, and the players themselves. 
Um, you know, even though that first period last night the Kings built a two-goal lead, they they really weren't playing their best hockey. Uh, but in saying that, uh, you know, another two-goal lead was, uh, you know, was uh, erased, and uh, you know they never got any traction after that. So it's been uh, a common factor, uh, you know, recently the last few weeks. Uh, the Kings have had leads in a lot of games, uh, and a lot of times they've had multiple goal leads. But mm-hmm. uh, for whatever the reason, uh, you know the you know the backbone of the hockey club when they had that uh, you know good start, it was defensive play, and even the defensive play right now they're you know they're getting uh, they're committing some uh, mistakes, and the mistakes are being capitalized on by the opposition. So collectively as a group, uh, you know they've got to they've got to get the game you know get it back together, and it's it's all elements. Uh, you know it uh, the only you know, consistent part seems to be the uh, the penalty kill that uh, you know continues to remain at the top of the league, and uh, that's hard. That's hard to figure when uh, you know you know how hard it is when you're down a man. That uh, you know, at even strength that you, you know you have the lapses that you have as consistently as the Kings have uh, over the last few weeks. And, and it's kind of surprising because most people, when they think of LA, they think of okay, they're going to have good defense. That's it's not really much of a question mark. Uh, you know, you look at their goaltenders numbers the last few years and it's really kind of a counter to that. And we've seen Cam Talbot's numbers start out great. And then they've, they've been going down. Is that a reflection more of the defense or is it uh, Cam Talbot maybe himself got to play better? No, I think you have to point it more as a, as a team game. Uh, you know, I don't think the goaltenders have, uh, you know, have hurt the hockey club in any way whatsoever. Uh, you know, they've been a victim of, uh, you know, bad mistakes, uh, you know, guys, you know, mis- mismanaging the puck, uh, you know, trying to make a play through the slot or, you know, trying to do something fancy at the offensive blue line that turns into an outnumber attack coming back the other way. And, you know, they're the victims of that. So it's really tough to point the finger at them. And then the games that they've been solid, uh, they have, you know, the Kings themselves haven't provided the offense. So it's only been a few games over the last 14, 15 games that the Kings have got to that magical three-goal three, three goal plateau. And, you know, when you're only scoring two goals in a game, uh, it's very difficult to win, uh, you know, especially with the offense that's out there across the league now. So they've got a, they've got a, they've got a right to ship at both ends of the rink. Daryl Evans joins us, analyst for the uh, Los Angeles Kings, of course, a longtime NHLer. Uh, Daryl, uh, Pierre-Luc Dubois is a massive trade in the offseason. People are like, wow, this is going to be great for the Kings. They're going to have the top three center depth. A lot of people thought they'd have the top three center depth in the National Hockey League. And, uh, you know, he had a decent start, but it's uh, got out of funk. Now, he did score his 10th of the season last night. Uh, his head coach, uh, Todd McClellan, said, hey, enough's enough. We need more from him. When you watch his play, what's... What's been lacking the most in your eyes from Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile unlimited premium wireless. Ready to get 30 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20 20, 20 ready to get 20 20, ready to get 15 15 15 15 just 15 bucks a month. So, give it a try at mintmobile.com/switch. $45 up front for 3 months plus taxes and fees. Promo rate for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. 
Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Pierre-Luc Dubois. Uh, it's probably the consistency factor. Um, you know, we've seen him at spurts that he's been really, really good, dominant on the ice. Uh, when he's got his legs going and he's got that tenacity in this game, he, you know, he's, a, he's tough to handle. Uh, he's got a long stride. He's got a long reach. He protects the puck well. Uh, and, you know, he compliments the, you know, the other guys that uh, whoever he's on the ice with. I think in his defense, uh, you know, it's been, it's been tough because he really hasn't had common wingers, okay. um, you know, like the other centermen have had through the course of the year. You know, obviously Kopitar's got, you know, a long time, uh, you know, partnership with uh, Kempe. Yeah. Uh, Byfield's been there for the last couple of years with them. Deneau with, uh, you know, Trevor Moore, you know, those two have been joined at the hip for a couple of years as well. Uh, Fiala's been on that side for a bit. But I think, uh, you know, from De- with regards to Dubois, like he's lacking somebody that he can really latch on to that I think would really help bring consistency in his game. Uh, like if Victor Arverson was available, uh, that would allow the Kings to be able to you know, shuffle the cards a little bit and, uh, you know, and give Dubois that type of you know, that type of winger that that uh, you know should be on his side, and that's no disrespect to the guys he's been playing with. Yeah, but when you put young guys, uh, you know, with a guy that's new coming into a new environment, and the team is struggling, everything just gets magnified out there. So uh, they need they need more out of him, uh, and there's definitely more for him to give. Um, you know, I think you know he like you know a lot of athletes, hockey players. When things aren't going well, you you tend to think too much, and when you spend that split second of extra time thinking, uh, it, it takes away from you know your reaction of what's going on on the ice. And before you know it, a play disappears, uh, both offensively and defensively, you end up in the wrong spot. So eliminate the hesitation, take the think out of it, and just go out there and play and have fun. And I think you know once he once he gets to that, uh, he's going to have more of an impact on uh, on the game. And you know personally, he's going to feel better, and I think the team will be getting the results that they're looking for as well. Daryl Evans uh, joins us. Uh, you mentioned Quinton Byfield, Daryl, and there he, he seems a player. I, I, I thought the one benefit he had was you know he had Anze Kopitar and Phil Deneau there. He was never really expected to have to come in like a lot of teams. They bring in young guys and they're like, "Geez, he's not producing right away. What's wrong?" And that really wasn't the case uh, with the LA Kings. But this year, I mean, he's such a big man. I think it's going to take him a little bit more to really kind of you know get the strength in his body. We're seeing that. Uh, what has impressed you most about this and do you think ultimately he is it because they've got Deneau and Kopitar they're, they're never going to play him at center? Is he, is he better winger, or do you think you know down the road in a few years maybe he'll be back to a center iceman? Well, actually, just a couple of games ago they threw him up the middle of the ice and they had uh, Anderson Dolan and Laferriere on his wings and they had an outstanding game. They, they were a big factor in uh, the Kings' victory against the New York Rangers. Uh, Byfield ended up scoring a game-winning goal in that game. Uh, he was solid in the face-off circle, won fifty percent of his draws. And, uh, you know, when the Kings got into a little bit of trouble, it was just uh, natural to put that line with Kopitar, uh, Byfield, and Kempe back together. And Byfield's now at the stage where he can, he can drive a line. He can take his own line. 
Uh, they're not afraid to put him in the middle if if, if need be. Uh, you know, they've tried to ball a little bit on the wing along with Kopitar and Kempe. And, you know, I think I think it's tough when things aren't going well for a team. Uh, you know, your patience is a little bit shorter. You don't have as much string to, uh, to, to let things, you know, try to, you know, evolve or develop. Uh, you want more of an instant type of reaction. And, uh, you know, they weren't able to get that. But Byfield has really taken his game to another level. He can play, he can play up the middle of the ice now. And, uh, you know, it, let's face it, the, you know, the NHL now, I know everybody's got, you know, a couple of top lines, but if you're going to succeed, you, you, you need that depth. And, uh, you know, at the beginning of the year when things were going well for the Kings, they utilized all four lines. Blake Lazada has been out as well. Uh, that hasn't helped the club. So it's, you know, it's kind of shuffled the deck a little bit and roles are kind of changed a little bit, but they miss his energy out there. And, uh, you know, when, when you've got all four lines going, the minutes get spread out, you're a little fresher. And uh, everybody can perform at a, at a higher level. So uh, the parity in the NHL on any given night, as we've seen it, anybody can beat anybody. So you, you've got to be at your best. And when there's a whole bunch of guys that you know are having subpar games, that makes it difficult, uh, you know, for one or two guys to carry a team. So uh, they they need to get together as a group. And uh, nobody's going to feel sorry for them. Uh, you know, you, you saw you know you saw the start the Oilers got off to and. You know they had to make some uh, significant changes to you know to right the ship there, but uh, they're you know they're on course, and uh, you know the Kings are uh, you know they're needing to uh, do it, and it's, it's got to happen quick. Uh, they've got three more games before the break. Uh, there's not, no easy ones. They're on the road, and uh, it's, it's a tough task. But uh, that group, the, people, the guys in the locker room, the guys that step on the ice, those are the guys that are going to have to get the job done. There is like how how concerned do you think the organization is, Daryl, or is this just a you know a little bit of a funk and they feel like they've still got all the right pieces and that no problem there that they should be a playoff? Not not no problem because I guess anything can happen. But what what's what's the level of urgency do you sense inside the organization? Uh, I think the urgency level is definitely intensified. Um, you know, you can say they're in a little bit of a funk. Yet we all know the you know the the the, the you know capabilities or the, you know the potential of of the group that is in place uh we saw the great start that they have uh, their strong road play um you know everybody makes adjustments the kings had a favorable schedule uh they didn't have a lot of games you know that were you know like back to back and crammed in and because of that i think they got a chance to uh you know to to stay real fresh they were healthy uh aside from arvidsson who hasn't played yet this season uh they you know they were able to play with a complete lineup cam talbot and goal was able to get rested up and, and perform at a high level each and every game. Um, so, uh, you know, in, in defense of, you know, the coaching staff and, and even the players to a degree themselves, when you're going through a rough part of the schedule, one thing that you probably need to do is practice more and play less. And it's been the opposite for the Kings. The Kings have, are in the busiest part of their schedule right now. They had a six-game road trip. Uh, they're on the, on the road again for another three-game trip. And that's all here in the month of January. So, um, you know, little practice time to, you know, to correct the, you know, the the, the little issues that are happening, uh, you know, whether it be in the D zone, the neutral zone, or the offensive zone on the four check. They haven't really have been able to address that. So all their, you know, their kind of their, their coaching is, has been done, you know, on video and, you know, and, and through conversation as opposed to, you know, being able to get on the ice and actually, go out there and, you know, have a couple of intense practices where you have two or three days between games. And 
uh, practice at, you know, at a game level. And it, it's been tough, but uh, they're not going to see that uh, type of luxury for, uh, you know, another couple of weeks till, you know, they come out of the end of the break. So uh, they've got to deal with it now. They've got to deal with it internally. This is where you look to your leaders, your leadership group, and you know it's an opportunity for other guys now to to step up. Uh, you know you want you want a voice in the locker room, you want a presence on the ice. This is this is your chance. You got a stage now that you know everybody's looking for somebody to take direction, and uh, you know hopefully we'll see that here as early as tomorrow night against the Avalanche. Daryl, as always, really appreciate your time. Uh, enjoy the game in uh, Denver. Thanks for this. All right, guys. Stay healthy and well. We'll talk to you soon. You betcha. There's uh, Daryl Evans, one of the uh, the best sharp dress guys in the National Hockey League. And uh, Oiler fans are probably like snickering a little bit as the uh, the L.A. Kings struggles continue. Um, blew a three one lead to Buffalo. They had a three one lead in the first ten minutes last night and uh, saw it evaporate. And uh, they end up losing five to three. Oilers are uh, two points up on the Kings with two games in hand. So you win tonight, now all of a sudden you're four up. And uh, so as much as they're looking to uh, get closer to Vegas, they also want to create some separation between them and the L.A. Kings just to make life a little bit easier in the uh, unofficial second half of the season after the All-Star break and uh, bye week for a lot of teams. Uh, we'll get to uh, Connor Hallen, a Sports 1440 update. Uh, Spec will be by. we got the uh, lineup in the, in the room to get to on a busy Thursday edition. We're all, up to uh, 600 bones on the uh, pair of seats tonight. Oilers taking on the Chicago Blackhawks, uh, where the Oilers attacked twice. Row 17, great seats. Uh, Emil has it. We're going to stop it at 530 today just so um, people have uh, more time to uh, to get to the game. You want to get there early, like to watch warm-up? Hey, why not? So uh, there you go. So we'll do it until uh, 530-ish today. Uh, here is the con man and a sports 1440 update brought to you by Booster Juice. Hey, boost your feeling good. Stop in right now. You can get the uh, Booster Juice reward apps where you can save on smoothies. Right, Get the protein, a little extra protein added in. Strawberry banana is my favorite. Highly recommend it. Try it now at Booster Juice. Why don't more infant formula companies use organic, grass-fed whole milk instead of skim? Why don't more infant formula companies use the latest breast milk science? Why don't more infant formula companies run their own clinical trials? Why don't more infant formula companies use more of the proteins found in breast milk? Why don't more infant formula companies have their own factories instead of outsourcing their manufacturing? We wondered the same thing. So we made Byheart a better formula for formula. Learn more at byheart.com. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.